Good morning. It's a new week and I don't have navel. Good morning. I'm ill today. It's nice. <laughs> the lurgy has left my face. How are we all doing? If you're in the chat, please do feel free to let us know that you are here. How's things, Bib? I'll read. Yes, fantastic, Graham. I also have come through the other side. Um, and yeah, feel it. Apart from this cold sore, I feel absolutely fine. You love to see it. I am 100% not just sharing our Instagram post as, as we're live on stream. I've already done it. It just looks like I'm doing it right now. So mm -hmm. add into my story. There you go. Nice, nice. Well, you all know. Why the hell not? If you're on Instagram, go to Instagram. Search for Ice Cream Uploads. You will find our account there. Feel free to share our posts. We do post a video detailing what we are going to be talking about on the show every day. So if you want the heads up pre-scoop, if you want to know roughly what we're talking about before we start to talk about it, do feel free to check it out. Uh, Timeless says, illness-free. Oh, I didn't go that far. I didn't go that far. <laughs> I said the lurgy is not in my face. It's still there. I'm still on I'm still on the meds. All of, all of the drugs. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, how's things, Timeless? I'm assuming not 100%. Um, uh, hopefully you get better soon. Hopefully you get better soon. If it, if it is the Rona, I was done for about four weeks. Um, like badly done, but then it lasted for about two months with me, long period of time. So hopefully it's not the runner. Hopefully it's just just a bit of illness and it, and it passes. Uh, Nichio, Nichio. I don't know if you heard that in the uh, the counter. Good morning, dude. Well, hello there. How are you doing, sir? How are you doing, good sir? Bully Buster, dropping a lurk. Hey, how's things, bullet? Uh, not even fifty. So it's not COVID, but it's something brutal. Ah, it's the lurgy. The lurgy. There is yeah. a big dirty lurgy going around though. So Bibby's. Uh, Bibby had what I think I had, and it lasted for like three weeks with Bibby. It lasted for like a week and a half, badly for me. But yesterday I started to pick up. Today I feel I'm probably about 70 to 75%-ish, which when you've been like 30% for the last week, you feel like a fucking superhero. So 70% yeah. is not 100% by any stretch of the imagination, but it feels like it. it feels good. Although we were going to go um, for a run today, but Danielle is now laid out. Um, she's she's not feeling very well today. It's pissing it down. Um, so, so that might be postponed. That might be postponed. I, I even went and bought running shoes yesterday. I thought, you know what? I need to get my pre- covid summer body back i need to, and not that i was ever like mr motivator or anything it was like more like mr motivator that's what it was uh but now it's just massive mr massivator uh, so i need to get rid of that so i went and bought running shoes and now daniel's sick so god damn it uh, get well soon mrs ice cream well one of the mrs ice creams because obviously bibby's got a mrs ice cream as well so yeah there you go obviously you have to be very careful with how you went <laughs> you, you maneuvered that reply then. <laughs> we're not sharing it's not like that it's, it's, it's not well, oh calm down it's not a loving yeah. god <laughs> uh mr garlic clark says all right lads all right mr garlic clark as things like Bit of as your father. Bit of as your father. Bit of as your father. Tis bad. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, Nietzsche says, I ran yesterday. It was only a bath, but I'm counting it. <laughs> to be fair, I've done, it must be multiple kilometers every day for the past two and a half years. Obviously across Erangel, oh, I wish, usually across Sanok or fucking Vikendi, but, but do you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, see. <laughs> uh, anyway, how are we all doing? It's Monday, the start of a new week. We are ice creaming in true ice creamy fashion. This is the scoop. The UK's number one 
video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. We are here to bring you the biggest, the best, and breaking stories from the world of video games. And we've got some spicy stories today. It's nice. It's nice. We will then give you our thoughts and our impressions on those spicy stories. We want to hear your thoughts and your impressions on the stories too. If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. Then give us your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of what the whole thing is about. We are live on Twitch where we go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekday. Um, but it's not just a live stream. It's a podcast. We record the live stream and turn it into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube, and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Lots of places where people watch and listen on demand, but only you guys on Twitch get to get involved in the chat. So please make sure you do over the next hour or so. And if you are watching this on demand, do you know what? If you're on YouTube... Just drop a comment. Just drop a comment. Nice. Do you know what? Actually, a request for people. Not that we're particularly focused on growing our YouTube as such. We are, obviously, the YouTube is where we put the VODs for long term so people can drop back and see them and stuff. But if anyone is watching and, and just has a couple of seconds spare, feel free to go to YouTube. Just drop a sub on the YouTube. Do you know what? Drop a comment on, on the latest video if you can. Then that just, just helps the channel grow that way. So when we do eventually start making YouTube content, we'll have a nice little grounding. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, can I have extra chili on mine, please? Of course you can, mate. Easy. Of course mm -hmm. you can, mate. Get whatever you want. Okay, whatever, do you know what? Whatever you want, we'll sort you out. We'll sort you out, mate. Uh, how are we all doing? Did you all have a good weekend? What did you get up to this weekend, babe? Well, Graham, I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to leave it until today. But you buy one another golf competition at weekend. I mean, I, I don't have a... I wanted like a like a... To a Westwood sort of like over the top. All I've got is a QI. <laughs> <Last shattery. laughs> yeah. All I've got is a QI Claxon, so we'll just go with that one. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, do you know what? Actually, do you know what? Seeing as it's Bibby, uh, I think I think that deserves a little bit of radical eyes. Only the OGs remember what radical eyes is. If you don't know, then 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 then. Do you know what? You missed out on, on the best battle royale the world has ever seen. Absolutely. Okay. Give us the breakdown then, Mr. Bibb. Golf tournament. I'll just tie you through it. Tie you for every shot. Okay. Absolutely, 100%. Like full 18 Ooh. hole jobbies. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it was a competition. Uh, and this sounds like I've, I, I, I've been carried, but I genuinely didn't. Um, so it's a competition called Scramble. For those of you that may not know what a scramble is at golf, uh, you play as a four-man team and everyone gets to tee off on the first everyone well and every all everyone gets to tee off and then you pick the best drive out of all four of yours and then everyone picks their over well the other three pick their ball up and they drop it next to the persons who hit the best drive and then you do that over 18 holes and then it's the lowest score at the end wins and we won by one shot but people think we were conning because one of my uh one of our friends has only just started playing golf like two months ago and his handicap is the highest the golf club has ever seen at 38 <laughs> so, we had, so we ended up getting like three more shots because the highest you could have is 18 and we had 18 so we had a shot a hole and everybody else was playing off like 15 or 14 and we had a three shot section and everybody else so we won by one shot which is fantastic were they um, were they salty as feck pissing absolutely oh honestly well we went into the clubhouse because we because we teed off so early in the morning, and so it was kind of leading all throughout the day. And then you hear more people coming afterwards, going fifty-two. How the fucking hell did they get fifty-two? And then someone will go because he plays a fucking thirty-eight. Yeah, like, ah, oh, fuck it. Ah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, apparently, like I, I left 
in the early afternoon and then people more people coming in more people getting pissed off so i imagine we're going to get booed when we go to pick up our prize <laughs> in two weeks time but it's that's what handicaps are there for it's, so, it's, sorry I mean, sorry jenders i mean you signed up to golf don't hit the player hit the game it's, it's just that well, them's the it. rules rules is rules you know before you sign up I mean, I play off 24, Jay plays off 38, Iggy plays off 20, and Will plays off 20 as well. So, evens it out itself out across there. I mean, if we didn't have Jay, we wouldn't have won. So, thank you very much, Jay, for being so shit and giving us extra shots. It was fantastic. <laughs> you did us, you did us a great service there. But so, apart from that... Like, for every, like, drive, you go for the longest drive. Were any of yours the best drive? But I think we used... Because you, you, the minimum you can have is four... Sorry, the maximum we can... Yeah, sorry, the minimum we can have is four, so each person in the group has to have a minimum of four drives you have to select there. So if it Jay's wasn't... It's not that good, so we had to pick. It is had to be tactical, like, okay, so his might be the... It might be the worst out of us four, but he's probably going to do worse on the other hole, so we'll take that one even though we're further uh, away. Yeah, yeah. You have to be kind of tactical, but I actually used all four of mine within the first eight holes. <laughs> so I was kind of like, fucking hell, well, you have to choose somebody else's. So. <laughs> so, sorry, lads. I don't know if you've seen what I've just done there, but I've just, <laughs> just, yeah. Lads, lads, lads. Oh, it is. Cock, cock, um, Hey. Well, hey. I, I heard that you streamed on Saturday though, Graham, and I heard that it was a wild success. Is that going to lead to anything else? Uh, that is going to lead to something else, actually. It's funny you say that, because starting this week, we have a schedule change. Um, annoyingly, it's been pretty busy in the world of Ice Cream Uploads slash Jelly Media because we have a request in with our design team for a new asset. But as we always say with the stream time, there's a reason we start at 10 a.m. ish and not 10 a.m. on the dot. It's because the work stuff comes first. So we start the streams whenever we can around the work stuff. Anyway, we have a lot of design stuff. So we have designers, which is why our stuff looks pretty, pr pretty decent. Um, yeah. But we have to wait until we've got availability. So obviously we can't use all of our time where we should be working doing things for ice cream uploads. Um, uh, when we get a million subscribers, possibly, maybe at that point we could do. With our very own design team then, won't we? Do you know what I mean? Someone who's on, on hand, probably sat one here, one at yours. And then if we just need something... Oh, get on with it, lad. Get it, get it drawn up, love. Get that laptop lid opened up. Get on Photoshop right now and give me a new asset. Put my face on somebody's got body over a there. A million subscribers. I want that laptop lid opened up all the time and my face just put on everything just in case. <laughs> Here's a shoe with my face. Ta da! <laughs> nice. New merch. New merch. Uh, well, anyway, yes, we have a new schedule. We'll, we will have an asset when we have availability to get it shared out. But I can tell you, I did mention it on the weekend, that on Wednesday evening, I will be live playing some PUBG. On Thursday evening, Bibi will be live. Um, do you know, forget the games. On Wednesday evening, I will be live. Thursday evening, Bibi will be live. Saturday morning, I will be live. Sunday morning, Bibi will be live. That is because, obviously, we're back in the full post-COVID work. There's not as many people around in the day. We have work to do ourselves. So we are bringing you streams seven days a week, but with a different schedule now. 10 a.m.-ish in the morning, Monday to Friday with a scoop. Morning streams on a Saturday and a Sunday, so that's every single day of the week you'll get a stream, plus evening streams on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, I'm probably going to be playing PUBG on my streams, unless we mix that up. Bibby's going to be playing a little bit of um, FIFA on his streams for now, but obviously, obviously Bibby dabbles uh maybe maybe some back for blood maybe some football manager you never know you never know uh some pgas potentially thrown in as well you've, you've you just heard he's is world-class championship golfer so yeah, might as well yeah. replicate it in the digital world as well do you know what i mean uh, exactly but yes it was a good stream it was a really good stream anyone that did join us on saturday morning it was a very good stream i um 
might have played a little bit of music on stream. Got that working. Thank you very much to everyone that was clipping just to make sure that it was working as well. We managed to get um, the the VOD track on Twitch working. So we had a little bit of a, a boogie. We played some PUBG uh, and it was it was a good it was a good sesh. It was a good sesh. Nice pre-stream tester to make sure the schedule is going to be good. And it, and it was it was good. It was good. So I, I had a good time. People that joined us uh, in the stream, in the chat, in the games as well. We jumped in with Nietzsche, Flashbang Music, uh, Nordic Iceman. Was this, did someone else jump in? I can't quite remember. I can't quite remember if anyone else jumped in. Uh, I've slept twice since then, so you know yeah. what it's like. You know what it's like. But yeah, genu genuinely exceptionally good. So yeah, new stream schedule starting this week. Wednesday evening, I will be live. I'll be joined by Mr. I Lotus UK as well. Lotus is live now, I think. He was live when we went live anyway. So I'll be playing games with Lotus and maybe AN others as well. So if you're around on Wednesday, do feel free to... King Benjamin! Thank you very hey. much for the tier one sub. Hey, how are you doing? Welcome into twitch.tv forward slash floods. How are you doing, mate? Thank you very much for that. A nice start to the week. Welcome in. Legendary. Uh, King Benjamin, do you know what? Let me jump back into the pre-stream messages because this one is for you. If you are um, a subscriber to Ice Cream Uploads, type exclamation mark loot drop in the chat. Exclamation mark loot drop um, because all subscribers have a chance to win prizes. Every month we give a prize back to our community uh, and that is just a way to say thank you to anyone that subscribes to the channel. Obviously it's a sub only giveaway so your chances of winning are quite high um, and it's just a way that obviously subscribing puts money into the channel. We want to put something back into your uh, potentially into your pockets. Uh, so this month's prize is a copy of Call of Duty Vanguard. Last month, we gave away a copy of NBA 2K22, which Pirate got. Um, and yeah, anyone can be involved. Tier 1, 2, 3, uh, a Prime sub, gifted subs. As long as you're in our Discord, you've linked your Twitch and your Discord accounts, you're good to go. Uh, Gagad says, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> he says, don't do it, because he wants the prizes. Yeah, Although... Understandable. Gagad is 100%. Have you seen those like cartoons where someone's got like a, a devil and an angel? Gagad's like on, on one hand he wants to, he wants to be the good guy because last last month yeah. it, it helped us push towards us uh, helped us push towards our next um, sub goal uh, to unlock him up for the channel. So he threw in five gifted subs, which is a huge huge thing to do. He did that last month. Full well knowing that it was gonna upset his chances of winning the loot drop. Yep. Uh, so you just you just you just love to see that level of generosity, selflessness. Mm -hmm. But then that's that's the, that's the angel. The devil though is the one that sits in the chat and goes, "Don't subscribe, don't <laughs> do it." Uh, but but we appreciate both sides of you, Gagad, nonetheless. How are you doing? Um, I'm up to play Bibbit PGA, says Nietzsche. There you go. There you go. He's a, he's a, he's a, we used to, is it, was it the clubhouse? Is that what it's called? ICU clubhouse? Yeah, we had the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. I, I realistically should have made that private because we wanted more people, we wanted loads of people to join and we did actually have a lot of people join, but it was all balance. Like the people who was chipping on the green and that, which kind of ruins the experience. Because yeah. Just are there for putting. Game exploits rather than playing golf kind of thing. Yeah. So it kind of died a death a little bit. We did. We did well. I think we we did run competitions for like three and a half months, like every single week. We made a calendar for three and a half months, and then it's only when like Beans was playing with somebody else's ghost, and it was like fucking shit. This like <laughs> you're trying to play normally, and people are chipping it on the greens because chipping's easier than putting. It's like what's the it's point? Like, why, why are you joining a clubhouse uh, for competitive play if you're not gonna play? You're gonna abuse. You're gonna cheat. Why? Why do this? Mm -hmm. Can we can we boot people from that clubhouse? Uh yes, uh, well, uh, can you? That's a good question. 
Maybe that's something. That's a good question. Maybe that's something we do uh, going forward. Maybe we boot people from the clubhouse, nerf it, and then put put another tournament. We'll put a prize or something. Because um, mm-hmm. do you know actually, we, we need to have we need to have conversations. Um, jump into the split screen. We need to have conversations because within like a two week period, it's my birthday. I don't know if you know my birthday is December the third. <laughs> by the way, just checking. December third. Get it in birthday. your calendars just, now. Just, just just December third. So it's only it's only a month and two weeks ish away. I don't I don't mention it very often in the countdown, but it's, it's <laughs> December third. By the way, my birthday. Just in case you didn't catch that. Anyway, um, within like a two week period, it's my birthday, Bibby's birthday, and Ice Cream Upload's birthday. So we should have like a big birthday bonanza where we celebrate all three events, including my birthday, which is December third. I don't know if you call that by the way, mm-hmm. um, but. But within that, we should do some stuff where we do some like sort of community games. Be it a, a nice little PGA tourney if anybody wants to get involved. Because as Bacon Shin says, he'd like to join. Download a PGA at the weekend. It's part of PS Plus. Had some thrilling games. So it's whilst it's free, everyone get it downloaded. You could, if you're interested in golf, win some prizes. We'll, we'll do some sort yeah. of giveaway sort of stuff on stream. We'll, we'll see how we can do that. We'll, we're not guaranteeing it yet. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Maybe some maybe some PUBG community stuff as well. Get some prizes up for grabs on that. Nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Timeless says you won one of Big Hamish's giveaways. Going to the channel types on the claim. Oh, I did. Oh, Nietzsche did. I was going to say. I was going to say. Tell him to give it away yeah. to someone else because <laughs> I don't want it. I mean, I do want it, but I, but I want him to give it to someone else. I only. Yeah, but but it's Nietzsche, so there you go. Philly boots. Um, mine's around two point five. Uh, mine's in around two point five weeks too. There you go. Not only it's on a. Do you know what? It's it's in November, so that's well, that's 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 within the window. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, you've already got the same surname as me, as you told me the other day. Now you're going for the same birth window. God. Uh, Bacon Chin says, "I'll donate some things for a PGA prize." Ooh, hello. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Bacon Chin. I don't know if you were around on Saturday when I mentioned it. I know you were around on Saturday because you dropped in Salo because you're an absolute. Don and I appreciate anyone that does that. Even if you don't stick around for the entire stream, obviously, people got lives. Um, but anyone that does drop in just to say hello or drops a lurk or whatever, that's massive. Anyway, Bacon Chin did drop in on Saturday, and I did mention that your shirt has been ordered. I don't know if you were in at that point in time when I also mentioned that the the printing now doesn't take place abroad; it takes place in the UK. So hopefully, it gets its way to you quicker mm-hmm. than everyone else has had, which will be nice. If we do have back to back shirts, then we don't have to wait like six weeks per shirt kind of thing to get it. it should hopefully fingers crossed be quicker I've, I've not got any verbal confirmation that that is the case that's just me assuming but hopefully you get it soon uh Tezbad says maybe you two are twins separated at birth what me and timeless you never know you never know he's a very attractive man so therefore mm-hmm. that means i am so nice yeah you love to see it uh I would be honoured to be his long lost brother. To be fair though, if you if you're my brother, that also makes you Fat Man Dave's brother, and and that's that's a rough upbringing. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's solid shit. I'll go take some modelling shots for the website. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, enough of the chin wags. I know we do like a good conversation, and especially when it's a Monday morning. We've had quite a lot going on with the weekend, you know, evening streams, baby golf champion extraordinaire, changing the schedule and all that sort of stuff, but. The reason we're all here is for video game news, right? That's what we're all here for. It's not just to see me and Bib. Um, Well, we have some pretty tasty stories for you guys today. You might have seen, if you follow us on social media, exclamation mark socials in the chat, if anyone doesn't follow us on social media. Spoiler alert, it's ice cream uploads on every single platform. Um, Anyway, we posted this morning that the day before, which is, is a game, it's probably, do you know what? Usually you have the game. 
the one game that you're excited about for the next 12 months or nine months away or whatever. Well, that game for, if not for me and Bibi, specifically for me, I mean, Bibi's probably had some sort of like Resident Evil spots within there because you know what Bibi's like. And then he's got this, this Skyrim spell because you know what Bibi's like as well. But But for me, the one I've kind of been like looking forward to all the way through has been the day before. And I was kind of worried about it, excuse me. <clears throat> I was kind of worried about it because it was always going to be, okay, can I get the PC game running at a decent spec on my PC while streaming and stuff like that? It's coming to consoles too, multi-platform, and we have a release date. That is the headline story. So the day before, this is not a spawn, by the way. Um, we, we talk about this because we are genuinely super excited for the day before. There is a huge potential that it could be a letdown. 100% this game could be a letdown. But for right now, we're just, we're just rolling with it. We're just going with it. We're excited to see what happens the day before. Anyway, we have a release date and some gameplay footage. That is the lead story of the day. After that, we will jump into the fact that Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League has a new trailer, which came out in the DC fandom content over the weekend. Back into the FIFA conversation that we just can't get away from. FIFA the game doesn't need FIFA the name, whereas FIFA the organization is interested in working with other developers to make a different fee for the game. What the fuck? It's all going on. <laughs> That's the third story of the day. And then we will wrap things up with, do you remember a company called Dbrand saying, go ahead, sue us to Sony when they decided to make the uh, the PS5 dark plates, the black face plates for the PS5? Well, it turns out that Sony threatened to sue them. That's what you get <laughs> when you play with fire. <laughs> so that's the stories of the day. Anyway, Bib. Yes. The day before. Yes. Are you excited? Would you like to know when it's coming out? I would like to know when it's coming out. I would like to know more about this game as it feels like it's been forever since we uh, heard anything about it. Uh, they were teased it for quite a while over on Instagram and we never heard anything from it. Kind of thought it might have been a little bit of a, you know, a blue box story. Um, but yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem to be the case. We've actually heard some more from it. So I'm interested to hear what you think about this well if you don't know what this is actually let me just jump back through the chat and uh, catch up so we can move on uh david says if to timeless if you're anything like him i'm glad you were lost <laughs> he said well, maybe we're long lost wins um <laughs> Timeless says the day before he's coming to consoles i've been excited for this for ages yeah me too well day before is made by my toner my toner is the developer fantastic is the publisher and they have never done anything to the extent of the day before the day before is essentially State of Decay meets The Last of Us meets Destiny. That's the way that people have kind of called it before. Uh, obviously, no one's no one's played it, so no one can say exactly what it's like. But from mm. from the from the promises and the trailers that we've had, that's what we're looking for. So that's obviously a big promise. But this is a dev uh, that has never made anything of this size and scale before, which is where the is it too good to be true? Is it another one of those things? It could be. It could be. But if you put the fears and the uh, the real world like realist like pessimism sort of aside it looks like it's potentially exceptional uh, and we now have a release date so this is the story written by uh, by Vlad Mazanko at the game of the day before reveals release date and more gameplay footage check out the latest trailer here the day before an upcoming post apocalyptic zombie mmo just got a new gameplay trailer 
the latest look at the game also gives us a release date of June 2022 for PC with a plan to bring it to console sometime later. Since its announcement the day before has been compared to a bunch of popular titles like The Division 2, The Last of Us, Days Gone and even Showrunner with its accurate off-road traverse mud physics. With the recent trailer, the developer once again shows off what will be included in the game. There's plenty to choose from as we're taken through everything from looting and crafting to shooting zombies in the head and crushing them with your vehicle. The days before, the day before is actually. Let me hit play on this. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna mute it. It's a three and a half minute video, so I might keep this on whilst we wrap this up and we keep the conversation going. But but I'll leave it on so you can get some visuals. So the day before's vast open world can be navigated either on foot or by car without any loading screens. The team is focusing on creating an abandoned New York City and its surroundings, but you will also be able to explore so small settlements outside of that area. We still don't know how exactly the game's mission structure will work, however. We do know that. Um, you can choose whether to play solo, jump into PvE co-op activities, or head straight uh, to the dangerous but rewarding PvP mode. Um, as seen in the new trailer, you can move from the street shootouts to big shopping malls anytime in the day before, uh, fighting the infected and cleaning out shells from valuables. Your items can be, uh, can later be used in crafting, sold to merchants or used as a decoration for your own hideout somewhere deep in the farmlands. Not sure why you'd need a fancy new smartphone out there though. Uh, the, the day before's latest trailer also seemingly revealed that the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions of the game are in development, aiming for an unspecified release window. Therefore, the open world survival won't be a cross-generational title on console, which is hardly a surprise considering the uh, the game's solid visuals and huge open spaces. If things will go according to plan, be prepared to explore the day before on the 21st of June 2022 on PC via Steam. How fucking good does that mall look? How good, like Stephanie, not Tiffany and Co. Cinema World, not Cineworld. Fucking, yeah. it's just, it, it just looks exceptional, genuinely. And this, anyone that's in our Discord will be very, very aware of me going, like me trying to stop people from getting too excited or too negative. Just, just wait until you see it. You know, get, get excited. Be a bit, be a bit apprehensive. Bit of both, but just, just keep it balanced. And I find it so hard. I tell people that all the time. Whether it's games that I'm looking forward to, whether it's games that I'm not asked about, I try to keep people balanced for their own good with this game it just gets me excited and i i hope it's gonna be everything i want it to be like huge look at looking at it now huge uh tarkov meets um state of decay vibes it just looks fucking incredible is, is is that too much positivity anyway babe that's that's where i will broach into things what are your thoughts yeah so for me, I think this looks great. Like the the environments and everything that you're going to be playing in looks good, especially the mall. I think the character models are a bit too generic, and I was trying to find the words for this this morning when I was talking. I was in Fixer Stream, and he was talking about, it and I was kind of thinking, like you know, when you go when you have Unreal Engine, you can buy like the assets pack for certain character builds and stuff like that and that's what some of these characters feel like like right at the beginning of the trailer where you're in the pub where you're in the pub there's a lot of generic unreal looking characters in there that just don't have a personality so i'm i'm hoping that the world isn't just full of those rather than it 
uh, I want the characters to all have a personality to all potentially dress different or dress similarly for in a gang, but enough there where people might be wearing the same clothes, but some might have longer hair, short hair, long beard, ear piercings or something like that, just to make the world look a little bit different. Because once you start rolling around in that in that van, it just looks like a, another generic open world game, like a Days Gone. I mean, Days Gone isn't an open, a generic open world kind of game. I'm just saying the world around Days Gone is very generic. Like you'll see this in most open world games. So it look, for me, it looks like The Division meets Daisy, which I'm I'm happy with that because it's too. Daisy was a good game. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's just. Yeah, there's too many things going wrong with it for me to even put any more time and then make it viable. But yeah, it's better, it's better than it was. But as time progresses, the quality of a game should progress, if not yeah. equally, more. So it's better than it was, but time has moved on and the game hasn't to exactly. the same extent. Exactly. Uh, and the division as well, which I love the division. So having the both of those games smashed together and having a world environment where you can go out, you can salvage stuff, you can craft stuff, you can add new stuff to your uh, inventory in terms of new backpack. Uh, new, but uh, you see it there, the shotgun uh, bullet loops and stuff like that. When you're going, all of that is fantastic, and I can't wait to get in there. And I'm not a, a person that's asked about graphics at all. I just want the world to have personality, and I don't think that's a lot to ask for this day and age in an open world game because there is so many of them. It needs to be different from everything else. Um, so yeah, like you say, the state of decay vibes. I'm I'm all down with that. I'm down with the division. I'm down with the Daisy salvaging and things like that. I just. I need to see a little bit more of it, but my excitement levels are still quite high for this. It hasn't, it hasn't petered down. I just want the game to have a personality rather than it just being another open world shooter because you go into Steam and they're everywhere. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing that separates them from anything else. Um, it's just uh, either tribalism or yeah, I, I'm a Daisy fan, so I'm only going to play Daisy when there might be something out there that is a little bit better, like a State of Decay or something. So yeah, I'm interested to see more. <clears throat> the thing that that kind of gets my attention um is 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 the fact that it ticks so many boxes but that also raises red flags for me like the fact that you've got that open world the fact that there's crafting the fact that there's looting the fact that there's zombies uh, the fact that you've got PVP and PVE um it it, it looks like there's bits of everything i mean ex- Searching these massive malls that look exceptional, detailed, nice lighting and shiny. If anything, that's probably a bit unrealistic. Why does the mall look so clean and stuff inside when you're in the middle yeah. of a zombie apocalypse? Surely it'd be trashed and, and whatever. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. Um, like, it, it seems like it could be it could be incredibly good. But is it, like, Tarkov is super ridiculously difficult. It's It's, in, it's, in depth, you need to know the guns. You need to know the attachments. You need to know that one bullet is is game over. Um, mm-hmm. So you need to be careful with the way that you loot. You can't make too much noise. Um, State of decay. Okay, it you get punished for making noise and stuff like that. But it's it's about the whole um, building a community. Uh, Fondle, thank you very much for the follow. Good morning. How did you get on on the weekend, by the way? How's things, dude? Um, we are just talking about the day before a new game coming to PC slash consoles next year uh game that we're super excited about we're just talking about the fact that is it is it something to be worried about i mean obviously we don't just want to jump in and go it looks great let's everyone play it because that's not really going to give anyone any sort of information but it it ticks so many boxes whereas tarkov knew what it wanted to be PUBG obviously knew what it wanted to be fick knows what it wants to be now but it's a bit it's a bit of a bit of it still there uh 
um, State of Decay was a, it was more about the community building and it, all of the running and all of the zombies and all of the combat and stuff. Whilst that's a huge part of the game, that's almost secondary to the balance of a community. Um, State of Decay is about maintaining that balance. If you're using too much ammo, you need to get the resources. If you're getting resources, it requires energy. The energy requires food. To get food, you need crops. Crops use resources, and it's kind of like a a, a vicious circle or um, domino effect. You need to keep the status quo maintained whilst building the size of it, but maintaining it. This seems like it's got that, but it seems like there's a lot more... There's a, there's a lot more options, a lot more moving parts, which is exciting. But also, like, where's the focus? Is the focus on building the, the community and the looting? Because that wasn't really a focus in the previous trailers. The previous trailers yeah. we saw, like the one with the barn house where you, you get like cops coming up and you get other people coming up uh, to it like that. That wasn't really about building community and crafting weapons and stuff. So if is crafting a big part of it? Is the community building mm-hmm. part? Is is looting? There was house building part of there as well, wasn't there? That's yeah. someone's house updated, like all plant pots and stylizing that kind of thing. So it's it it, it still looks. Do you know? I'm going to put the trailer back on if just just because it it looks that good. It's worth having back on screen again. So let me bring the browser back up so you can see the trailer. Um, the game looks beautiful. It it looks ridiculously good. Like seeing that bit, the city, the trees, the lighting's exceptional. No loading screens in it. Um, I'm just a little bit dubious, just because it. I if you've got all of these beautiful environments, okay. The character models, like the, the baby was just talking about, you can see there on screen. Um, the dudes in the the saunas, the dudes in the gym. Okay, that looks a little bit. But then again, you kind of get that. I mean, the character models on the Daisies and stuff don't look great. Yeah. PUBG's character models are okay, um, not exceptional. So, all right then. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll let that go. Like, let me. <clears throat> it's still a, a, like a long way away from the game coming out. So maybe they will be customizing. Maybe you can get longer hair. Maybe you're not just bald headed, same bloke, one size fits all. Like in this screen I've, where I've just paused it on, you've got the same person effectively. Six times, seven times, just one of them's got white hair, one of them's got a flat cap, one of them's got a military cap, one's got a cowboy hat, and one sat inside in a seat in a bar with a drink in front of him wearing a full motorcycle helmet, as you do. <laughs> nice. Uh, so so it's still it's still a game. It's not perfect, and that's that's fine. That's fine. As long as it's not just promising so much and then not delivering on it. That's 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 the only thing. I'm still I'm still pretty excited for it. Who is interested in this? Who is interested? Excuse me. Uh, Fondle says, uh, not Fondle, Timeless says, I've been excited for this for ages. It looks so good. These bits, though, when it's dark, when you're inside the building. Because this is where this is where I'm kind of saying, this is where the trade-off is. But if you're community building and you're building a base and you're looting and all of that sort of stuff, that's that's pretty cool. And that's a great game in itself. But this bit now that's on screen is, is The Last of Us. This is where you're inside a dark department store mm-hmm. and you've got runners just coming at you you've got to take them down your ammo is probably scarce it's that that like horror vibe that resident evil kind of gives off that's a very different game and it's it's about how those two different styles of gameplay can sit alongside each other is it going to be jarring okay this is the slow loop bit and before we get out we get the end bit this is the crescendo where we everyone runs is it going to be that hopefully it's not hopefully it works effortlessly it's real um and you don't just feel like you've got transitions from looting to crafting to base building to gun run and gun and and so on 
But it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. Obviously, we're trying to temper expectations, but it looks incredibly good. It looks really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fondle says, uh, all good, dude. Appreciate that. Raid again was good. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, I've heard your name many, many times before. Um, I think it's West that usually mentions Fondle. Um, so, yeah, good good, good to drop drop it in your stream. I mean, West's always mentioning a good Fondle, to be fair. I'm sure you've, you've probably heard that quite a few times when someone has mentioned your name. But, yeah, thank you very much for lurking, even though you're at work. Shh. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, that was the lead story. The day before reveals... Uh, reveals uh, reveals the release date, should I say. That is June next year. So we will keep you posted on that. We're excited about it. Genuinely excited. Hopefully we'll uh, be able to play some of that game on stream, on PC, on consoles. You never know. A bit of both, maybe. Um, so that will come next year. Uh, elsewhere, sticking with new games, Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. The trailer has been released out of DC Fandom. Uh, have a look at the new story trailer. This is written by Steph Nunley at VG247. Warner Brothers Games and DC today released a new story trailer for Rocksteady's Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Shown off during DC fandom today. I'm going to hit play, but I'm going to mute it. Um, because obviously, as you'd expect, good soundtrack and stuff within this, DMCA and all that. Uh, do feel free to go watch this trailer. It is a really, really good trailer. Oop, I didn't get rid of all of the uh, discussing now on the screen. It's gone. Um... There we go, now it's gone. Um, do feel free to go watch the trailer. It's definitely worth a watch. Me playing it on screen now will give you an idea of how good it looks, but you don't get the full personality. It's a good trailer. Um, anyway, showing off during DC Fandom today, this, this was obviously on the weekend, the brand new story trailer sheds light on the origins of Amanda Waller's Task Force X, also known as the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League was announced for PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X at DC Fandom 2020 and is set for release next year. The action-adventure third-person shooter can be played solo or with up to four players in online co-op. If playing single-player, you can switch between characters at will with multiplayer. Um... Uh, uh, as with multiplayer. Uh, each member of the squad will have unique movesets with traversable, uh, traversal abilities along with a variety of weapons to customise and skills to master. The story in the game follows Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang and King Shark who must take on, quote, uh, an impossible mission to save Earth, uh, end quote, and kill the world's DC superheroes. Featuring an original narrative set within an open-world metropolis, the game puts the four DC supervillains on a collision course with Im invading aliens and DC superheroes who are now hell-bent on destroying the city they once vowed to protect. All the while, the squad must be mindful of the lethal explosives implanted in their heads that could go off at the first sign of defiance. Have you seen the trailer, babe? I have. I watched it for the first time this morning. Even though it came out a weekend, it was just busy. Um, so I didn't get to watch it, but watch it this morning. I'm super excited about this. Like, I, 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 I might be in the minority here, but I actually really like both of the Suicide Squad films. Um, I know a lot of people didn't, but I love the humour of it. I mean, you've got the, obviously the Marvel side of things where you've got Guardians, which is just a lol fest all the way through but that's what the kind of vibe that i got from this but this looks very similar to what the guardians game is going to be we don't necessarily know what the gameplay is going to be like but it's like an action game with a lot of humor in there you play as four players don't think you could do that in guardians or i don't think you can flick between each of the characters i think you have to play as star lord i'm not too sure i can't remember but i love the look of this i can't wait to play this this is definitely one game that i would love to play with Obviously, you and a couple of other people as well, and as we go through the storyline, because I think this could be a lot of fun to play through. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, the good thing with this as well is it doesn't just look good. Um, they haven't like 
the, the characters are not straightforward rips off the film, uh, off the films, which <clears throat> some people may have an issue with. Obviously, we had that mm-hmm. sort of stuff with with Avengers uh, and Guardians. Fair play. I mean, I, I'm on, I'm on board for that. You you do your characters, you do them, do them properly, do them well, as long as the story is good. But the the trailer, if you watch it, particularly the bit at the end, you start to see some proper character, some humor, some mm-hmm. some some story in that, and I, I'm on board for that sort of stuff. So so I was kind of. I was open to the idea of playing this before. Uh, like the first trailer that came out of DC Fandom 2020 was the one that ended with Superman at the end kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and and um, if you haven't seen it, go check the trailer out. But but I thought, yeah, that looks decent. That looks decent. But it was one of those like decent where it's like it doesn't look exceptional. It speaks to me like I can I know what I'm getting from that, but I'm not particularly like, oh, okay, that's that's 10 out of 10. No, it wasn't that. Yeah. Whereas this definitely steps is a step closer to that for me I, I like the idea of this more than i did the early one so this definitely is an improvement in terms of the trailer quality for me which yeah it now has my attention before it it what, what what's the what's the phrase you had my you had my whatever but now you have my attention you had my i can't remember the, the django unchanged quote uh, unchanged unchained quote <laughs> that one you had my curiosity now you have my attention oh, i have an interest interest yeah yeah that one um i think that one, that one. Um, so yeah, it looks good, looks decent. So Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. New trailer released. We don't have any real details on the what's and the whens or how it plays, but we're now starting to see what the characters looked at, uh, look like. And, and mm-hmm. let's, let's be honest, it looks good. It looks good. Um, yeah. Obviously, that could go either way between now and then, but we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. I think the, the games like this, they live and the live and die by the voice acting and the how well the people who are voice acting them can get into that role. And I think so far from what we've seen, I actually really like what we've seen. I think the voice actors have done a really good job in trying to bring out like Captain Boomerang's personality and obviously Harley Quinn. And I think, I don't want to say she's very generic, but she's just like, when you think of Margot, when you think of Harley Quinn, you just imagine Margot Robbie being in that because she kind of embodies that kind of Harley Quinn yeah. persona. So... Yeah, I think the voice actors so far with the trailers that we've seen have kind of nailed it, and I'm happy about that because again, the living the, the games will live and die by the voice acting. If it's shit, then it'll then it'll flop. If it's got no voice acting, it'll gonna flop. You can't tell the story with subtitles or whatever. But yeah, I'm really happy with this so far. Yeah, I, I, talking about the voice acting, comparing that with um, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, I had an issue with Drax. So just using the 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 brawler sort of character drax is the big the big one in the galaxy galaxy and he was like i've got a deep voice i'm a big guy and it was like yeah i mean at least dave batista added it wasn't just the fact that he's a big dude with a booming voice he added a bit of stupidness a bit of personality to it whereas maybe it could have just been the trailer but drax from the guardians trailer in at least the one that came out e3 i just it just didn't vibe with me but Mm-hmm. oppositely like king shark in this who's a character that i have no history with um drax obviously i know from the guardians films um obviously people know from the comics i don't i know him from the mcu um i thought that was a step down so but i had a like a warm reception to that i was like i'm, I'm, I'm a fan of drax i like this and i didn't like that whereas king shark who well, oh, i was just pff, not bothered about i thought at the end of that trailer, you get to see a little bit of his personality, and I thought, okay, that's 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 quite cool. It's it's there is something there in terms of, but it's not just deep voice guy is big. It was there was a bit more going on, so it looked good, looks decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? 
If you watched it, if you haven't watched it, then it doesn't matter. If you have watched it, do let us know what you think. In the meantime, though, we will keep the show on the road because we're uh, we're uh, running out of time. We're out of time. We've still got two articles to go through. And this one, you never know. The conversation could take two minutes. It could take two days because we like to talk about football on this channel. Obviously, we've all got opinions when it comes to football and we all have opinions when it comes to football games. Usually, they're a bit contrasting, although we have probably been more aligned on this uh, news arc than we have on most others Um, and that news arc is the fact that FIFA the video game might not be called FIFA going forward we naturally thought okay well they're just trying to just trying to save some money on it maybe maybe trying to protect the brand maybe maybe FIFA the organization have put the price up and EA don't want to spend it maybe it's a few million more anyway it's not they've doubled the price and FIFA the organization reportedly won 2.5 billion dollars for the name which is obscene EA basically said that they um they're looking at the name they might call it something else EA Sports FC was copyrighted although that's something they've had before according to ads I've not looked at the, the validity of that statement so that could be true I think trust ads um so it could just be renewing a copyright that they've already got that might be something they're looking at um anyway everything pointed at fifa the organization being a little bit greedy that's the that's the way that that ended since then though this article came out that says fifa says it's not necessarily all on them maybe it's a little bit ea-ish so this is the next story let me just mute the mic for a second while i die (laughs) there's a sneeze it was a cough. It was a cough. Oh, okay. It's gone. Uh, Jordan Midler at VGC says, FIFA says it's open to working with other developers as EA relationship fractures. The footballing giant appears to, appears to challenge EA in a new statement. So last week, EA pointed the finger at FIFA, which is obviously easy to get on board with because FIFA, <laughs> let's face it, if you said FIFA was corrupt and was all about making money, if you said FIFA was just a boardroom of suits that were all invested in their self-interest rather than development football, you wouldn't get many gasps. Let's put it that way. Um, however, FIFA has pointed the finger back at EA. So FIFA, the governing body of football and the license behind the biggest sports game in the world, has suggested that it's open to working with new video games companies. A new statement titled FIFA set to widen gaming and esports for, uh, portfolio begins by asserting that quote fifa is bullish and optimistic about its long-term future in gaming and Okay, I'll, I'll read the full sentence. FIFA is bullish and optimistic about its long-term future in gaming and esports following a comprehensive and strategic assessment of the gaming and interactive entertainment market, end quote. The reason I exhaled there is because they've typed esports with a, a lowercase e and a capital S and then ports. Nobody writes it like that anymore. Nobody writes the word email with a capital M anymore. It is... it. Check out the style guides. It's not a word. FIFA, if you set about your long-term future in gaming and esports, figure out what it's called. Anyway, back in the room. Yeah, yeah anyway. In, in what can only be seen as a direct shot at EA, the post continues. The future of gaming and esports for football stakeholders must involve more than one party controlling and exploiting 
all rights. Uh, referring to the potential of working with other developers on games, the statement adds, technology and mobile companies are now actively competing to be associated with FIFA, its platforms, and global tournaments. The post goes on to state that FIFA is engaging with various industry players, including developers, investors, and analysts to build out a long-term view of the gaming, esports, and interactive entertainment sector. Notably, uh, FIFA 22, the most recent game in the franchise, is not mentioned at all in the release. Uh, this is the latest in a series of back-and-forth statements between FIFA and EA, the developers of the FIFA video game, which has do uh, dominated the footballing video game genre for decades. On October the 7th, an EA press release revealed that the publisher was reviewing its licensing agreement with FIFA. The statement implies that were uh, the company to cut ties with FIFA and rename the series, it would still retain all its other league, player, and stadium licensing because these are reported as separate from the FIFA license. Through years of building our global franchise, we also know that authenticity is essential to the experience the statement reads that's why we focus so much energy on the collective strength of over 300 individual licensed partners that give us access to 17,000 plus athletes across 700 plus teams in 100 stadiums and over 30 leagues around the world we continually invest in the partnerships and license that are most meaningful to players and because of that our game is the only place you can authentically play in the UEFA Champions League UEFA Europa League Conmebol Libertadores Premier League Bundesliga and the Liga Santander among many others um, this was followed on October the 11th with the news that EA had filed multiple trademark applications for EA Sports FC, it was also revealed that the publisher has extended its deal with the football players' union, FIFA Pro. So there you go. There you go. Um, EA says FIFA want too much money. FIFA says it doesn't want EA to just be an exclusive uh, holder of all of the, the rights, allowing it to be potentially exploiting those rights. Um, so a little bit of a trade-off. What are your thoughts, baby? Is it all EA? Are they all greedy? Is it uh, FIFA, should I say? Or is EA a little bit to blame too? What are your thoughts? I think it's... I don't necessarily I think it's a bit of both. I think that the, the money that's on the table from FIFA that they want EA to pay to be able to use their rights, I think it's obscene. Like, everyone can talk about how much... FIFA of EA Sports makes or EA makes from their um, monetization and their pack openings and all the microtransactions within there. They can talk about that, but and this is going to sound really bad. But it's money that they have made off their own back, not through FIFA's naming rights. Name it's just a naming right in FIFA's in EA's defense. It's a naming right to have their name FIFA on the front of the box. EA doesn't need. FIFA to continue their game. All their foundations are already set there. EA aren't willing to pay the stupid amount of money that's on the table. That's fine. What they're going to do now, FIFA, is try and get the likes of eFootball to go and buy it. Maybe UFL, uh, maybe Goals, or any of the other new football games that are coming out there. Maybe Sociable Soccer might even get uh, a look in. Do you know what I mean? May not be for extortionate amounts of money, but you get all all of these different games, all these five games that I've just mentioned there. Or chucking in 250, 150, 500,000 pounds, maybe even a million, then they've managed to accrue the money back and just more people now have the licenses to be able to do that. I think it's I think it's FIFA being greedy, but when haven't they? Like this is FIFA that we're talking about. FIFA and UEFA are probably two of the richest, dodgy, backhanded footballing governing bodies there has ever been and ever will be. So why wouldn't they ask for more money? Because it's they they think they're entitled to it. 
I think without the the use of EA Sports's games over the years, I don't think it would ever be close to where it is now in terms of. I mean, they are a footballing governed body for they have a footballing governing body for the world and always have been. But in terms of in terms of like t- today's standards, like who even knows what FIFA do? Like if, if you mention FIFA, all they think about is the game, not the governing body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You you, you can't really you, you can separate them, but not many people will know what the difference is, especially kids. Like we know that because we've obviously grown up with it. But if you ask a child now, or like my 15-year-old brother would not have a clue that FIFA is a governing body. He just thinks it's the name of a football game. So I think FIFA need EA more than EA need FIFA. And I think they're going to try and recruit the money back in by whatever means necessarily, whether that means signing off five other games to have their licenses. They may only lose a million, but it's better than losing a lot more. Imagine. <laughs> well, not, not two billion or whatever. I mean, not that they're direct counterparts, but FIFA and UEFA are kind of competitors in the fact that they are similar brands that do similar things, not entirely. FIFA is 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 the global body for football, whereas UEFA obviously is, is European. Imagine imagine if UEFA just went, yeah, we'll pay it. <laughs> imagine if you, you changed to UEFA 23 next year or whatever, yeah. UEFA 22. What? Uh, yeah. Um, Gatekeeper TV says, oh, hello. Actually, it doesn't sound like it. it says, oh, hello. No, it doesn't sound like that either. What does it sound like, babe? Hello. There you go. It's a little bit dodgy. Still not 100% there. It was, it was gravelly enough. It was nice. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Gatekeeper TV. For those that don't know, Mr. Gatekeeper TV uh, is part of the team. He does a lot of the colouring in. Um, he makes the stuff that's on screen look good. Uh, or one of the people that does that. So, hey, how you doing? Um, it's not going to be the first big name that EA has lost. Just look at Star Wars. The thing with Star Wars, though, is you can't really do Star Wars without Star Wars. Uh, if not, it's space war, and, and it's just not the same. It's not the same. It like sticks, and um, like Snowwalker, it's like, no, it's not, it's not quite the same. Whereas FIFA, you can ditch FIFA and still have... AC Milan versus Chelsea, which is the asset that leads this article in the UEFA Champions League, um, mm. getting there, qualifying from the Premiership. The only thing that's changed is the logo. And if you if you ditch the name Star Wars but still have Princess Leia and the Millennium Falcon and whatever Star Wars bits, you, you just get you just get absolutely slapped. So losing Star Wars is is losing an entire. Or not? They didn't lose Star Wars. They just lost exclusivity on Star Wars. But but this is a little bit different in the fact that it's not as important. Okay. Uh, Mr. T says this reminds me of when a couple break up due to one person deciding to move on for reasons. The other then comes out and says something like, "Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to date all the other people, but they're super, secretly super sad inside." Yeah, uh, big that kind of energy. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it kind of it kind of feels like that though. Like, I, I, it's probably it's. It could be a bit of both. And I agree with the sentiments inside the message from FIFA that having one brand controlling and exploiting all of the license is not the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. But FIFA have been happy for that for 25 years or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, of course you can exclusively have the FIFA World Cup and you can make the only FIFA World Cup video game and we will sell exclusive, um, the official drink of the FIFA World Cup, the official credit card of the FIFA World Cup, the official whatever of the FIFA World Cup. You get that every year. It's fine for them to sell exclusive exploitative rights at that point in time. Um 
so so why is it bad now? Because it's not in your favor. So mm-hmm. I agree with the sentiment from the message, uh, the future of gaming, and 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 I will never forgive them for using esports with a capital S in 2021. <laughs> Get over it. Uh, the future of gaming and esports for football stakeholders must involve more than one party controlling and exploiting all rights. Yeah, but that's what you do. That's what you do. The issue is your problem is that someone else has that power now and it's not you. Um, so FIFA is a big, big, important body in the world of football and it will continue to be. But in the world of video games and football, no, they're, they're a bit disappointed that they've realised that there's ways of getting around the licence that doesn't necessarily... You go to them to get all of their individual bits. Just like any other business, if you can go buy... A car. Okay, you want to buy the car from Nissan? Okay, that's that's 30 grand. Nice. Um, but then you find out where you can buy the tires and where you can buy the steering wheels and where you can buy the, all the individual bits and it only costs you 12 grand. Why would you go to Nissan anymore when you can get the exact same car customized to yourself for 12 grand a, a pop? It's all businesses work like that. People will find someone that sells something overall and then you find better suppliers. And that's what they've done. They went to FIFA, who were their supplier, given the name and everything. 25 years on they've got okay well we've got all these other suppliers we're only really with you for legacy's sake it's 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 not you it's me we're not the same people we were way back then uh, and like like asim says in the relationship analogy they're just they're just a bit pissed about it so yeah i mean it's it, there probably is bits of both but it just doesn't look good for fifa the the, the organization it uh, it rather than ea and fifa the game it looks like they are the ones that are pulling out of a uh, an unhealthy relationship and if it's 2.5 billion then that's unhealthy for fucking most things in the world yeah. so so fair play to you fair play uh, anyway, let's put a pin in that one and jump into our final story of the day. You may remember us covering this um, earlier on in the PS5's life cycle. I know a lot of people still don't have PS5s right now, but a lot of people weren't interested in getting PS5s at all because it just didn't match their setups. So why router-looking console? Why is it not a black console like every other thing that's ever had before? <laughs> um, there were cries from Bib. Um, and, well, do you know what? Companies came out and tried it. There was... Uh, what was it? What was the PS5 faceplate? company called that did it first i can't remember the name of them now oh yeah uh well anyway, station yeah that was it playstation 5 came out yeah. uh they started selling the plates but because it was super close to the name and so on they got taken down they got sued so dbrand a company that are known for making smartphone cases ipad cases imac cases all the other skins and things that you can get all over your phones um canadian firm uh, massive on social media they've built up a really big following because they had they had they are dicks. Let's put it that way. Their whole attitude is about, yeah, swag, whatever. Take it, whatever. I'm not arsed. I don't give a shit. Uh, and that was echoed when it came to doing their own PlayStation skins. They thought, okay, well, if PlayStation 5 can't do skins, that is our business. So we're going to do it. Uh, but they didn't just do it, as this article from Wesleyan Pool at Eurogamer says. It says the company that told Sony, go ahead, sue us. Uh, Pulls replacement PS5 plates from sale. Says Sony threatened to sue them. <laughs> Shocking, <laughs> says the tagline. Imagine that. Uh, so jumping into the article, the company that told Sony to go ahead sue us has pulled replacement PlayStation 5 plates from sale after Sony threatened to sue them. In February, Canadian-based device customization company Dbrand launched its replacement PS5 plates, dubbed Dark Plates, with a brazen attitude towards the prospect of a Sony takedown. Quote, with the release of Dark Plates, the unthinkable has happened, Dbrand said at the time. We've taken Sony's monumental achievement in bad design 
and fixed it. We can only assume that our prizes are in the mail. The brand's plates contain a microscopic texture, as do the official PS5 plates, but it's slightly different to Sony's PlayStation face button design. When you look at the microscopic texture inside the dark plates, what do you see? Uh, Dbrand said in a section of of its website, subtitled "Totally Legal." <laughs> totally legal. Uh, if your answer is a familiar but legally distinct apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic spin on the classic PlayStation button shapes, you might be one of our lawyers. <laughs> Go ahead, sewers. Read the top of the website. Dbrand said it subsequently received a letter from Sony threatening legal action, and it has now complied with the, with the demands. In a Reddit post bemoaning the action from Sony, Dbrand said. Dark plates are dead. Uh, in the cease and desist letter which Dbrand has published online but not dated, lawyers representing Sony accuses the company of trademark and copyright infringement as well as counterfeiting. The letter goes on to demand Dbrand pull all marketing, promotion, and sales of dark plates worldwide. One second. If Dbrand refuses to cooperate in full with these demands, the letter continues, or delays in responding to this letter, our client will be forced to take the actions it deems necessary to protect its valuable intellectual property rights. Dbrand's expletive-packed Reddit post takes issue with the action and highlights Sony's complaint about the similarity between PS5 plates and the Dark Plates design, even using Netflix hit show Squid Game to defend itself. Did you know that Sony believes our distinctive and original Illuminati pyramid, radiation hazard, skull and crossbones, angry robot head symbols engraved on the inside of the dark plates infringe on their trademarked button shapes? How the fuck did Squid Game get away with it? End quote. Dbrand also makes more general point, uh, the more general point that consumers should have the right to choose which parts they use to modify, upgrade, or repair their console. The PS5 plates do come with a bit of fiddling about, um, as Sony revealed in a run-up to the November... Okay, uh, as Sony revealed in the run-up to the November 2020 launch of the console. At the time, it was felt Sony planned to sell its own official replacement plates, although the company has yet to announce such a product. Dbrand speculates Sony may intend to launch its own black faceplates or is working on a licensing model where they have a monopoly over custom faceplates. The upshot is Dbrand has complied with Sony's demands. The dark plates page on its website now contains a list of articles on the product, including one by Eurogamer. However, Dbrand insisted it is only agreeing to the takedown for now. While we strongly believe in the consumer rights to customise and modify their hardware with aftermarket components, your dark plates are now a collector's item, Dbrand said. You know what they say, you either die a dark plates owner or you live long enough to see yourself become the scalper. In closing, fuck you and especially fuck Sony. Talk soon. <laughs> what an end to an article. Um, okay, so Dbrand. Rather mm. bullish. Uh, to use the phrase yeah. that, that FIFA had in the last article, uh, went out, issued a threat, threw down the gun and said, do you know what, come and have a go if you think you're right enough. And, and PlayStation did. What are your thoughts? I've just been, I've just Googled it now. Like face, uh, face plates, PlayStation 5 face plates. And there is a ton of resellers out there. There is a ton of manufacturers out there that are just creating a lot of money off these because like you can get them one website that i've just been on was charging 49.99 for a new faceplate for your console which is a lot of money not one that i am willing to part with just to change the color of my console um but there is other content there is other places out there that you can just buy skin vinyls and things like that all of which these sites that i've just been on to try and do a little bit of research none of them tell sony to come and try and sue them <laughs> and i think that was their biggest downfall we talked last week about uh the call of duty warzone 
um, ricochet anti-cheat system. So basically just saying, come on, come on, have a go if you're hard enough. People did reverse engineered it within an hour <laughs> and then that's it then like you down shit creek again come up with a better solution these are just the exact same thing and they've kind of put their head on the chopping board and unfortunately the heads have come off well i don't know why would you do well i don't know why we do this is it to try and drum up as much interest in your product as humanly possible as fast as they can because i knew this may end up getting taken down because they are one of the largest brands out there that are selling them I don't know. It just it, it feels stupid to me. But anyway, if you go onto their website, it just leads you to a splash page or an index of all the other um, websites that have been talking about this and listing them so you can click and to find out why they aren't selling them. So I'll just put it in the chat there for you, uh, for, for anyone to be able to have a look at it. And it's just listed uh, all the websites that are saying why they can't sell them anymore. So again, it's just red rag to a bull stuff. I don't understand it. But is what it is. Um, just upgrade, uh, update the uh, discussing now text. Uh, D brand pulls its DS5, uh, PS5 dark plates, and then bring up the article that Bibi just shared. So there you go. In index of dark plates 1.0, um, and all of the articles. Da, 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 da. <laughs> this is bizarre. It is bizarre. I mean, it is a strange situation. Tito mentions in the chat. Um, I do find this odd. Why make them so easily replaceable and not offer something people clearly want? The PS5 is a divisive design, not something I'm a fan of personally, which makes sense. I, I, I actually like it. I didn't like the design at first. I like it now. I do like the fact that it's different. Um, and I think looking back in 10 years' time, the fact that it's not just a, a box, will I'll kind of probably have fond memories of it, just like a lot of the stuff in the 80s you have fond memories of it, even though you look back at it now and you're like, okay, that belongs in the 80s because it's fugly now. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably what the PS5 is going to be like. It's definitely something for the time and even then, not for everyone. Um, I, do, I don't understand PlayStation's approach though because PlayStation have had... I, I was, I was like looking at comments on this and people's reactions to this yesterday. I'm not the biggest fan of dbrand myself. They have good quality items and they have a good level of service which which is, makes me pro dbrand. But that ego um attitude that that is part of a big part of their appeal just doesn't apply to me that much. Um Yeah. Which I understand. I mean, a lot of people don't like Dr. Disrespect because of his ego and his attitude, whereas I do. Some, some sometimes it works with you, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't as much with me. Um but I do agree with them. I do agree with them. They are making an after part, uh, an aftermarket customizable part um, that doesn't have any of the PlayStation branding on it. That could, it's just a bit of plastic. It doesn't mention yeah. PlayStation anywhere. And there's been all sorts of cases in the past where aftermarket parts that, that work with phones don't necessarily need approval. Aftermarket controllers, you can, uh, you if you have a monopoly over the controllers for a thing, there's been all sorts of stuff on that in the past. Obviously, there's a, there's a tightrope in terms of if it's riffing on a brand and you're stepping too close to it, then that's copyright infringement. But yeah. it's, it's monopoly. Uh, it's a monopoly if it's too much the other way. So it's, it's getting the balance in there. And D-Brand are obviously fighting a good fight but it's it's the it's the good fight with the dickishness behavior, and that's where yeah. the juxtaposition it, it kind of it, it's it's like are you fighting the good fight? Are you a good person or are you a dick? Which one are you? <laughs> are you a good dick? <laughs> Is that a thing? Uh, which yeah, and and Sony don't help themselves because 
we have had these on the table. Literally, D-Brand weren't even the first one at the table. Uh, they were the second or 50th. There's thousands out there. You've gone DHgate, yeah. you can find PS5 faceplates on there. Um, D-Brand weren't the first. They, weren't, they won't be the last. But why aren't PlayStation doing this? Why aren't PlayStation delivering? We have Scuff mm-hmm. making eSports controllers using the DS... Fours. I assume they'll do the same with the, the dual sensors as well. Um, that Scuff are making controllers using PlayStation controllers because PlayStation aren't making those controllers. There's been some licensed ones from Razer and Nacon, um, but no PlayStation ones. Xbox, on the other hand, realised that their audience want esports controllers, and we've got the Elite series. They're making stuff because their audience want it. Why aren't PlayStation doing this? And I think this is the same thing. You know, I think it's the thing that we keep coming back to. PlayStation are ahead. I don't think Xbox are the better brand in that sort of sense. I think, well, they are, but I don't think that's it. I think it's it's not just that. I think it's Xbox are the better brand because they're listing and, and doing things to get ahead. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation are just like, okay, we're comfy. We're comfy. We sell enough DualSense controllers. Do we need to make an eSports one? Other people can do that for us. We'll just let them do it. Do we need to make the, pl- the first place? Because if we make the first place, are we going to mm-hmm. sell the Star Wars console, the Indiana Jones console, yeah. the James Bond console? I don't know. I don't know. That's all shaping up towards, isn't it? So it's dickish moves from D-Brand dampens what they're trying to do for me. But I actually agree with D-Brand. It's PlayStation's brand, but you can do whatever you want to something that you've purchased. PlayStation can't stop me drawing on my controller. Does that mean that they they can attack Sharpie because they provide me the components that I can draw on their controllers for? It's it's aftermarket customization. As long as it's not got PlayStation brand, as long as it's not trying to be PlayStation. Yes, they were leaning close into it with the uh, the triangle, circle, X, and square symbols that were clearly dickish behavior, and that's where it's a bit skewed. But how f- I imagine if if they if they went after someone, if someone had the ball to take PlayStation for court for this, I genuinely think PlayStation would lose because it's, it's a bit of plastic that's got nothing PlayStation written on it. They're mm-hmm. saying, yeah, but it's synonymous with the brand. It's just a bit of plastic. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Ad says, rip cod. <laughs> Good morning. Good afternoon, even. Um, Tudo says, would you put it in your living room, though? Most people stick it behind their TV. Uh, it's it's actually not behind my TV. It's it's next to my unit because it's too big to fit into it. Sony <laughs> <laughs> uh, are going to sell their own uh, or special edition PS5s. That's why. But but will they, though? That's the thing. Will they sell their own faceplates or are they just going to sell their own PS5s? Because Xbox used to sell their own custom faceplates for the Xbox 360. Um, mm-hmm. Not many people bought them, but they used Good to sell times them. as well. I, I bought them. I've got a, bastard. a Final Fantasy one that came with my Final Fantasy console when I had to buy my 72nd Xbox that had Red Ring of Death, and that was the only one they had in stock. <laughs> and it was the same price. So they got. Um, Isn't that still under your desk in work? It is, oh, yeah. is it under my desk? Yeah, yeah. yeah, in a box or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's there. Um, but like... Xbox did it and realized, you know what? Maybe not everyone wants to buy a console. Maybe the people that want to buy the consoles will buy the consoles. For now, why don't we also make extra revenue by selling the faceplates? Because some people will spend 12 quid on a faceplate. Some people will spend 350 quid on another console. That is not the same person. The person that buys the 350 quid console is not the person. Most people will buy one PS5, and if it doesn't die, will live with that through the entire life. Even if there's a slim version or a pro version or whatever, that's what they will have because that makes financial sense. Obviously, some people will upgrade that and change it as they go, but not everyone. That person might buy new faceplates, but they won't buy the extra console. Xbox realized that um, 
that they can make extra money by just selling the face plates and stuff. PlayStation is going now. Do you know? If you're not selling the console, not asked. It's not not <laughs> interested. Um, all they had to do was make one panel uh, irremovable. That way, you couldn't completely customize it. Um, yeah, it's it's like it's bizarre that you can take it off and and they haven't launched with that. Maybe they do have plans with it, but maybe because they've got. They've not got to the point where they've got market saturation yet. They don't want to release faceplates because it feels like a slap in the face. But I feel like you, there's, there's people out there that got your consoles now. You have to look after those as well. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make them and brand them as a license plate for a car. <laughs> Touche. Uh, Graham, how many PS5s do you own? One in your living room, one in your man cave. I've uh, got one in my living room, one in my man cave, one in the spare room, one in Chloe's room, six more in the kitchen downstairs, a few in the booty car. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just two. So the one here for the stream and then one in the living room downstairs. This one in the stream is the disc version. So if we get any disc games or whatever we can play, the one in the living room is digital. Um, I can swap them around when I need them, but yeah. Um, speaking of... Which actually, I think it's I think it's I think it's taken. Actually, I was going to say, if anyone is anyone after a PS Five, because um, I I may have a Curry's VIP discount code. If anyone is after one, um, if anyone is actually after one, just just let me know. Just let me know. I did mention it. Uh, I did have a conversation with Mister Garlic Clark. I was just waiting for a text message from my mate who was actually texting me back. Actually, I'll, if if anyone is after a PS Five, just just let me know. Let me know. I might have a way for you to get one. Oh, we might have to fight with Garlic Clark. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, D Brand said, "Go ahead, sue us." And you know what? Sony threatened to. To be fair, the one thing I will say that is the only saving grace from Sony here is, and I think. It was a PR decision, not because they're nice, but because it, they knew it would make them look not bad. Um, was the letter that they said uh, sent was something along the lines of, "We've seen your post where you say go ahead, sewers, uh, and the fact that you've used the shapes that are close to our shapes. You are clearly doing this in a way where you wanted us to sue you. However, we would like to give you the benefit of the doubt and the opportunity to remove this before we do start legal proceedings." Yeah. Infamous rather than famous yeah exactly so um they've let them do it and they did pull it down um so sony's got what they needed d brand probably wanted this all along the exposure mm-hmm. more people now know what d brand is i know tons of people with smartphones playstations all the stuff that d brand sells and has never heard of them so d brand you know what they're probably happy enough they got exactly what they needed mm-hmm. but that's is that? I mean, they got mentioned on the scoop. Of course, they got what they needed. <laughs> um, let's give you a recap of the news today. The day before has a release date. It's coming out in June next year. We've looked at some gameplay footage from that. We also looked at a trailer from Suicide uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League. There was a new trailer released this end in uh, this weekend in DC fandom. There was a few other bits as well. I watched the Black Adam trailer featuring The Rock, uh, Pierce Brosnan, and a few others this morning. So do go check that. Out. It was good. It's good. Elsewhere, FIFA says it's open to working with other developers. FIFA, the uh, football organization, not the game, uh, because that's made by EA, and the relationship between FIFA and EA has fractured a little bit. It's not necessarily broken, but they are open to the idea of working with other companies. I mean, it'd be interesting if they do sign with EA now, after they've said the future of gaming and esports football stakeholders must evolve more than one party controlling and exploiting all rights. (laughs) Oh, you got the 2.5 billion? Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, of course you can have it. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how they settle that, if they do. Interesting. Anyway, and then the final one is that the company that told Sony to go ahead and sue us uh, got sued. Or threatened to be sued anyway. And they've pulled the dark plates that they were selling. And it's not a thing anymore. Um, But that's it. Stream done. 
Thank you, everyone. That has been in the stream for the last hour and 24 minutes. Uh, obviously, yeah. about, about an hour and 15-ish. Colonel, thank you very much for the follow. How are you doing? How are you doing? I was talking about you the other day because you are two different things. I talked about you on Saturday because someone mentioned Colonel, and obviously, naturally, Colonel takes me to KFC because I'm a fast food man. And the other one was that you gifted us a sub yesterday, I believe. Um, was it to Franny's stream? Thank you very much for that, dude. I appreciate it. Um, if anyone hasn't checked out Colonel, do, do go check out Colonel on, on Twitch. Also, Franny, Franny Mac, uh, check them out. Anyway, speaking of checkouts, we are going to go check out Weza because Tito has redeemed Guide the Raid. We're going to go support Weza. He is doing his... Is, it, is, is he like... He's got to be close to 30 hours now in his Samaritan streams, or is he more than that? How far in is he? Anyway, Weza is playing some foosball to raise money for Samaritans, which is something that he does every year. It's a charity that's close to him, so we will go drop. Uh, oh, it's to Nietzsche. There you go. There you go, Nietzsche. Well, check out Nietzsche too. This, I, could, I was I was in Nietzsche's stream last night, and then I was in Franny's stream last night. I couldn't remember which stream it was. Uh, I was in bed, so, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, 28 hours in. There you go. 12 tonight, it ends. Nice. So, yeah, Weza is playing. Uh, he was playing... FIFA last night and then he was playing eFootball earlier. I don't know what he's playing. We'll go raid him anyway. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so make sure you follow the raid. Uh, let's finish off the comments in the chat. Colonel as well, dropping the sub. Thank you very much, dude. Good morning. Good morning, mate. Uh, good afternoon, even. Good afternoon. It's two minutes past one. It's not the morning at all. It's not been the morning for an hour. Appreciate you, you dropping the follow and the gift there. Um, Enix saying, love being on the phone to 111. Potentially spiked on Saturday uh, near the gasworks. Really? Yikes. Stay safe. Stay safe. Hopefully it's all good. Anyways, hope everyone's okay. Hopefully you're okay, mate. Look after yourself. Uh, he's back on yeah. FIFA now. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to drop a raid on Weza. He's playing FIFA. It is for charity. He's 28 hours in to a 36-hour stream. So, he's probably going to be flagging. Um, so, if you do drop into his stream, do say hello. Stick around for the raid. Even if you don't stick around for long, just drop in because that gives someone, any streamer, a little bit of an energy boost, let alone someone that's doing something long and endurance for charity. So, make sure you drop into that. But before any of that happens, Mr. Bib, yes. is there anything you'd like to add? Yes. Again, thank you very much for joining us for the first episode of The Scoop this week. That therefore means there is four more episodes that you could help shape. So if you want to do that, there is two ways you could do so. First of all, find us on social media. This is at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Or if you're watching us at any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow? Instagram day. Well, tomorrow that will be at 10 a.m. Ish. Mate. <laughs> 10 a.m. Ish. 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 Always the ish. We work in the video games industry. Uh, we are back at work in video games industry. So we can bring you the scoop each and every single weekday, but we will uh, be flexible with the start time of that. Mm -hmm. So 10 a.m ish uh just a reminder that the schedule is changing as well this weekend so we'll bring you the scoop at 10 a.m ish monday to friday we'll have streams then wednesday evening and thursday evening and then saturday morning and sunday morning so back to back wednesday thursday back to back saturday sunday do extra streams do you, you do extra streams you do get extra streams that's four additional streams that's seven days of content each and every single week that's that's ridiculous oh yeah. it's like it's, it's like we're like full-time part-time streamers now <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so there you go. Have a lovely day. Stick around for the raid. You get extra channel points that you can spend on our channels, uh, on our channel, the sprinkles, and you get to you get to help someone that's doing some good stuff for charity. So stick around. Um, uh, King Benjamin, thank you for the sub. Fondle for the follow. Colonel for the follow, and Colonel for the sub as well. You are lovely people. We appreciate you all very much. Until the next time, have a lovely day. And stay and frosty. Stay frosty.